You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Your Dose of Death podcast. As always, I'm Lauren. Just me today. As you see, though, I have a really great guest, a man who is making the rounds in the world of deathmatch wrestling, literally a meteoric rise unlike any other we've seen in this scene for a while. A man that absolutely honored to call a friend at this time, a man who literally holding belts around the country, doing crazy shit. With garbage cans, of course. Um, I am talking to none other than the murder surgeon himself, Dr. Redacted. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's a nice, nice Saturday evening as at this time of recording. Um, just yeah, enjoying life. Saturday midday over here. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're just chilling in Vegas, whatever. Um <laughs> it's 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 always nice there. We're finally getting warm weather again here. Yeah, I was like, oh, a cold front hit. It's 67 today. Ugh. Oh, shut oh. up. That's oh. nothing. It's not, oh. it's like 68 here. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, congrats on all your success. It's been crazy to watch you go from just debuting at shows to now like being really a mainstay around the country. And I mean, you've you've done it all really in like the last year. Yeah, um it just I was like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so my question is, I mean, for those of you that don't necessarily know the Dr. Redacted lore, he was a previous character. We won't get into that because of legal reasons. Um, but going from kind of this gimmicky character to now this full-fledged, like, yeah, you're the doc, you're redacted, of course, you do this crazy stuff now. How's that transition been for you from doing just kind of like, just gimmick very have gimmick heavy shows to now you're doing stuff that is a complete 180 from what you were originally doing in wrestling how has that transition been for you uh going from haha to nightmares has been it's been excellent honestly it's been not i don't say a breath of fresh air but i just like it so much more i like having my own creative freedom i like being able to do whatever i want to do uh make the character look any way i want it's it's just been better and I'm not shitting on anybody else or anything when I say that, but I just like what I'm doing now, and just everything has been so much, so much better. Yeah, that's really good to hear. Because I mean, I, I remember those haha shows back in the day. I remember seeing advertisements for them, and I was like, oh yeah, this character just shows up. He's the nefarious one, and all that, of course. Um, but seeing you change to just, oh yeah, you've taken that mask off now. You've taken that identity off, and now you're just is the crazy thing that always stands out to me is your intensity and ring why the intensity i think that's definitely a question many people are curious to hear about what what made you want to go the intense route because i mean you go 110 percent in your matches well the whole idea of your character is that you're always supposed to amplify yourself times a thousand and uh you know we're all we all have that crazy person inside of us and i get to just be that crazy person then and just uh, who I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's really cool. Cause I mean, again, like 
me and you've talked off air and just have talked at shows mm-hmm. like as i said like you're just this complete nerd this complete dork and then when the ring hits when the belt and you're just you're literally shoving people you're like nick gauging at times two what yes. the entrance yes. is yeah it's that the, the light switch just hits and it's just like it's a complete 180 it's crazy just to watch you grow and i mean mind you like you went from oh that guy does stuff with the garbage can to running around the ring doing light tube stuff doing all this crazy stuff um how let's flash back a bit from your to your fir- from, to your first death match like your very first death match to now what what do you feel has been the biggest change in what you've been able to do uh i just feel more comfortable uh i don't want to say i feel like indestructible or anything like that because uh, you know everyone's always like oh he's doing the crazy shit <laughs> but uh now i just feel like i have like my footing and like uh that's a good word for this i i feel at home i guess you could say weird yeah. i don't know but yeah, I feel comfortable now. And like, then it was like, we're putting our feet in the water and we're like, Ooh, okay. Okay. But now I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's go crazy. Let's like, and now it just, it just gels. Yeah. I mean, and I think the, the really cool part about it is, as you said before, like you're able to like really have the creative control. You're really able to like give and take what you want in matches. Um, I gotta ask, because I mean, this is it's been the thing that's put you on the map. Where did the whole garbage can idea come from? Uh, so I I like the great Sasuke a lot. Okay. He does barrel. Yeah. And you know, uh I'm not some Japanese legend, so I'm not gonna have promoters or whoever getting me giant wooden barrels. Please don't <laughs> anyone get me a wooden barrel. I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh and a trash can is a lot easier to come by. And nobody does anything with the trash can. And uh, some people are very sensitive about certain weapons and all that stuff. So then I was like, trash can. Nobody does that. And uh, you don't really see it too often anyway. So I was like, let's go fucking with the trash can. Okay. Yeah, I, I vividly remember the great Sasuke doing a couple matches with that barrel. That I mean, those barrels are expensive too. So you're yeah, not trying and to they're gigantic. They are literally gigantic. And I, I, I think it was the most recent time he did it. It was, it was with a bear ring too. And I was like, "Are you serious?" Off the ladder, and yeah. It, just looks it was like a twenty foot ladder. It was a twenty foot ladder too. And I'm like, "There is no way in hell anyone's going to do this in the states." But hey, whatever works, right? Yeah. So, I'm trying to remember when did you exactly debut the Doctor Redacted character? I was trying to remember. It was so, last year, right? Okay. Last year, WrestleMania time, but not at WrestleMania. It wasn't at it, WrestleMania. It was, I think, it was a little. It was after like that. this unfilmed show in Brooklyn, and then after okay. that, I did it at uh, Blitzkrieg Pro at okay, some like weed festival, which was hilarious. Also unfilmed, but I got to see Method Man, Red Man, and Waka Flock alive. So that was okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then ever since then, it's just been. <laughs> yeah, it's been a crazy. Rise, I mean, literally in a year. And um, did you ever envision doing Deathmatch before you decide on the Doctor Redacted character? Did you ever envision it? Um, sort of, kind of. Like, I would see some of the stuff, and I'd be like, oh my god, these guys are nuts. But then, uh, growing up, I was the ECW kid, because I, at the time, I, you know, I lived in Long Island, so 
you see all that shit. I'd see it all. Um, and then, like, I would start, like, in the haha place, I would start doing, like, balcony dives, or <laughs> I would start doing, like, crazy stuff. And then I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. And then uh, I always liked a lot of, like, the hardcore, ultra-violent stuff. And then I had a thing pitched to me, and then I did it, and I was like, okay, this is it. I like this. Let's keep going. So we're just okay. off and going. Oh, and going back to what you said before with the whole entrance thing, uh, you got to be with me one day when I'm in the car driving. The <laughs> road rage is like the same as the entrance. It's just no. I'm so mad at people. Some lady <laughs> literally yelled at me the other day. She's like, can't you just be nicer? And I was like, oh, you need to learn how to drive. Oh, man. You hear it first in this, man. It's it's always an adventure with you, it seems like, if that's the case. Um, I think the craziest thing, though, is, I mean, you started off your debut with ICW No Holds Barred. Let's get mm-hmm. into that. It was the, I believe it was the Battle of the Tough Guys tournament Akira. was your debut. And Akira, yeah. Um, how did you feel about that Boston crowd? Because um, it, I mean, it was your first show with them, but you started to kind of gain traction. You started to kind of um, rise up the ranks, but then it was like, oh, I see no holes barred. This promotion's getting attention. And you're going up against really one of their main guys in Akira, the very first match of the show. And it's um, like a last minute thing, too. I had like two days notice. Yeah, it was a last minute thing, too. <laughs> I, was, I remember that. Um, how did it feel to like get that debut under your belt and now you've become like a mainstay for ICU No Holds Bar later on? Um, it was great. It was definitely nerve-wracking at the time. Uh, I definitely went to a wedding immediately after. <laughs> um, yeah. With gusset plate marks in my head. And oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> thankfully, it was for a fellow wrestling friend. Oh, uh, so they're like understandable. So he's like, idiot. But like, he <laughs> um. It was terrifying. It was fun to, because Boston or it was a big crowd for the haha place. So there was a lot of people in the crowd that were calling me Cube and Box Guy and <laughs> you know, the, whole, the whole nine. And I was like, okay, they get it. Um, and I definitely underestimated them, but it was it was a good one. It was fun. Okay. I mean, yeah, now it's like you're a regular there. I mean, you've been in there with some of the best that No Holds Barred has put, including international talent like um, your match. We'll talk about the Faces of Death weekend here. I know it's a little delayed for everyone, but yeah. we got to talk about Faces of Death. You and Darko had a hell of a match. Dude, I love that match. That match is sick. Um, I, I remember you tweeting out about how your girlfriend was the one who thought it'd be the greatest idea to put tubes on the trash can can you can you can you at least give us a little insight into why the tubes in the trash can? Well, because uh, she was always like, the trash can thing is great, but we gotta make it crazy. And I'm like, girl, what do you mean crazier? And then um, she's like, what if we wrap tubes around it? And I was like, you're beautiful and smart. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so. Uh, then we called it, we pitched it. Uh, unfortunately, our friend Andy, uh, Bocce Boys. Ah, Bocce Boy Andy. All the way around it. Yeah, so, it was all, it was only like four tubes in the front, which I thought was hilarious. But uh, the tube can will be making an appearance soon. I believe you will be seeing it live. Um, and it will be all the way around this time. Good. And um, it will be crazier. 
Shout out to Kenzie, by the way, your wonderful girlfriend as well. Also, the one who literally helped you set up your little yeah. setup today. So, <laughs> thank you, Kenzie. And also, yeah, shout out to her for that crazy idea because I guess it sticks. You know, it sticks. It sticks. Um, and I'll tell you, the crowd loved it. So, sure. yeah, crowd popped. I mean, it was at the Hard Ballroom it, as one of their basically their best venues. Um, the other match you had, I love that. Crowd. Yeah, Heart Ballroom. Shout out to the Heart Ballroom. They do a yeah, great yeah. job. The other match, though, that was one of the real show stealers, and I'm very happy we're getting the rematch in Chicago, but you and Matt Tremont hit it out of the park that Sunday. Bloodbath. Legit bloodbath. I had uh, so many people go, I had your blood splatter on me. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> um. Also, though, I will say if you never saw this, the promo that you did before that match, I was <laughs> cackling. You're like, hello, darkness. And I'm like, oh, my God, he didn't just do that. I was like <laughs> shaking my head. I'm like, this man's promo work. Holy crap. It was great. Yeah. It was just hilarious. You're just like coming for you and the kids, Matt. I will say there was another even better promo just recently put out, but it won't make air because... A certain uh, match isn't happening anymore. That boo, yeah. Boo. Well, it's whatever. It's, but, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Jordan Castle was in it. It was sick. Oh Shout my god, Jordan. Jordan Castle. Yes, that's right. Shout out Jordan. Um. So you recently moved to Las Vegas, um, a few months ago. So how has it been out there? The transition from you from the New York, the busy life, to now kind of Vegas, which is I'm assuming a bit more laid back in a sense. Uh, so New York, I didn't like live in the city or anything. I lived in Long Island, which is oh wow, okay. So it's a lot slower. Everybody's uh, super sheltered. That kind of crap. But uh, Vegas has been awesome. The weather is significantly better, of course. Um, and you know, I'm just not in this place that I was in forever. And it's I don't know. Long Island is a nice visit, but it sucks. <laughs> Vegas fucking rules. The only thing that sucks about Vegas is that uh, they are still. I don't want to say behind on deathmatch, but it's definitely something that people like they see it at like in a normal wrestling show and they're like, oh my God. And they're like terrified. <laughs> Which is also funny because there's like a small clique of people yeah. that are like thirsty for. It. They want it. And, but there's so a lot of the crowds out here are like, that, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> And there's not many, I'm assuming there's not like really that many like regular promotions that are even doing death matches to begin with. None. 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 I'll get booked out here locally every once in a while as like the attraction. Okay. So, which is a bummer because it's like, I would love to wrestle more in my place I live, but they're like scared to. Also, I don't need to just do death match, but. Yeah, I was going to say, like. I, can hold my own, but... I was gonna say <laughs> one of the biggest things I preach to just wrestling fans that love to rag on deathmatch. I'm like, these guys can wrestle too. Like, like the like it's the biggest. It's like the biggest underestimation of deathmatch wrestlers is like they think that deathmatch wrestlers can't wrestle. I'm like, it's deathmatch wrestling is in the name. Like, they can <laughs> wrestle, but whatever. It'll, it'll catch on eventually. They'll catch on eventually, exactly. I mean, I will say I did see clips here and there. Uh, shout out to our good friends at Marks R Us. I saw that no ring that you and Cass did. What was it, like someone's backyard? Dude, it was moved from a venue to this, like, emptied pool to someone's backyard. 
So, and, all right, so let's tell the story about this real quick. So there's a bunch of bands playing. Uh, me and Cass are one of like the three oldest people at the place, <laughs> which is <laughs> I think the guy from Cancer Christ is older. If not, he definitely looks older than everyone. Okay. Uh, I don't know him. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just saying. Uh, so me and Cass are start having this match. There's ring introductions. No music gets played, but there's ring introductions. Like it, it's clearly like, you know, this, and it's on the flyer too. So we start fighting, and at one point, uh, I used a basketball hoop to drop kick him. And then <laughs> at one point, I jumped off the fence in the garbage can, and some woman pulls it off my head and starts yelling at him. I'm, dude, let's remember, I just fucking bashed my head into the <laughs> garbage can. So I'm pretty like, oh, and this woman is like, you guys need to stop disrespecting this house. And I'm just like, kind of like half in it, like, what the fuck is this person talking about? And then Cass starts beating me up and pummeling the shit out of me. And this woman is still like yelling at both of us. <laughs> what? And then I start beating him up. And then I do the running cannonball gimmick. Yeah. And then I set him up on a door. And now I'm climbing the house. And I jumped off the house and like elbow dropped him through a door. And people called the police thinking it was like a excuse like, me? An unplanned fight. And that we were just two guys fighting. And then eventually, because it's a casket match, we're making our which that's another thing. There was a casket in the backyard that was like oh my lord. The whole backyard. So we're getting this thing. And we're about to start bashing tubes over each other's heads. And this other woman steps in and she's like, this is bullshit. You guys need to stop this fighting crap. And I'm just like, I'm going to fucking hit this guy with these tubes, whether she wants to stand here or not. And then we start going back and forth. And then eventually he took out this like, uh, like tube crucifix. Okay. Blasted me over the head. And unfortunately, Casanova gets the win. But uh, it was that's wild. ridiculous. So like there's numerous and dude, there was nine cop cars there for this. What nine? Nine. Why? Why was there nine? Was it just because they just didn't they, know? Because they the were crowd? told that there was a fight, and they decided they needed nine cop cars to break up this fight. So, like, I mean, so it was it was at this person. Was there anyone actually home in the house? The woman yelling at us at one point was like, "This is my brother's house." And I was just like, wait, what? Okay, <laughs> sure. So, so they planned this at her brother's house. Like, I guess like it, it was in relation to the promoter or whoever was running it. <laughs> wow. I, that's... I know, but I just know it was, they knew it was going to happen and then it happened and they got real scared. Oh, that's insane. That is absolutely it was, insane. It was wild. Wow. You guys <laughs> heard it. Very guys... strange, strange thing. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. That's that's insane. That is absolutely insane. I'm just trying to like wrap my head around. It's like, oh yeah, like three different venue changes, then this, then just the random people yelling, thinking it's like this entire legit fight. Yeah. Wow. That's stuff you never hear about. That is stuff you never hear about. It was an experience. Um so Casanova. Yeah, Casanova, of course. Um, of course, you also are the Wrestle Rave deathmatch champion still um and you just recently won death triad a, a pretty good roster i mean of course some former guests i've had in the show like remington roar 
but also, I mean, you've been in the, you were in there with the legends like Madman Pondo as well. And of course, that final with Hoodfoot and Dimitri Alexandra, which by the way, both are excellent wrestlers in their own right. Um, how was that tournament for you? Uh, it was great. You should watch it on IWTV now if you haven't. Um, someone is signaling to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Kenzie. He says hi again. Hi. She says hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's being a menace right now in a really great way, but she's being a menace. Um, yeah, Madman Pondo, uh, Hoodfoot, Dmitry Alexandrov. Um, there was a lot of good people in that. Statsu was in as well. Or, was Sam Stackhouse. Orn's? Yeah, Sam Stackhouse. Uh, Orn had to drop. Something happened with his flight. Okay. Uh, we got, we got uh, Matt Locke. Yeah. And then I feel like a jerk, but I'll blame my head chair shots. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> else. Eh, but it, it's good. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, two triple threat elimination matches. Yeah. Really cool idea. Yeah, you don't nuts. I mean, you see the triple threat idea tossed around, but it's just a single fall. I do kind of like it as elimination. It kind of evens things out a little bit. Um, it was definitely kind of like off for me because I'm used to like, oh, one fall to the finish for triple threats. So it's just yeah, get it in and out. And I'm like, oh, they kind of did the elimination style. So then, and I did not know it was elimination until I got there, and I was like, <laughs> oh, so now everyone's this. gonna be gutted after me. <laughs> oh man, but um, I mean, it's it's. Did you ever expect to become a champion in a promotion within a year of doing death matches? Uh, no, not at all. Did not expect it. Very out of left field. And I was just like, oh, okay, sure. Because a lot of places I go to, you're on the attraction or the, the crazy wild guy. Yeah. Ah! But then to put the belt on me, all right, we like that. So hopefully it happens more places. If it doesn't, oh, well. Oh, well, yeah, that's a good mindset. Um. And of course, um, I mean, you worked everywhere and anywhere potentially. Um, what are some goals for you to the rest of this year that you're looking at? Uh, always Japan. Japan would be sick. Um, just debuting in new places. Uh, maybe getting a shot at that American Deathmatch champion. Uh, Hoodfoot, we like him. We and I like would him also out. like having that built a lot more. Um yeah, just stuff like that. Just getting out to like going to England would be cool, even though I know that's like risky right now. Yeah, I was gonna say a little, just a little risky. But shout out yeah. to um, want to just get this plug in real quick. Sure. Um, our our good friend Jordan Explosion Apparel Apparel is getting out the support UK Deathmatch shirts real soon. So awesome. Be on the lookout for those. Um, I believe you need like four more to start. Per- printing production so if you're hearing this hopefully by the time this comes out though those the the four will already be purchased but i've already bought one so supporting our uk deathmatch friends as best as we can um it's pretty fucking there's someone who goes to a lot of deathmatch shows and then something yeah. happens when you're gonna try to sue kind of sounds like a scheme or a money grab <laughs> yeah we've we've been told to not necessarily talk about but hey it happens um, I, I, I've been to shows and I've gotten cut and I'm not out here being like, I want something in return. But again, it happens to literally anybody. If anyone's listening to this and is curious about experiences with fans at Deathmatch shows, please, please talk to me. I will be more than happy to give you my 411 or anybody 
for that matter, because I've been cut. I have had stingers to the knee and still has stayed at the show. There are other fans who literally had their leg cut open and went to the ER, then came back to the show. I kid you not. So there was some person uh, in Texas too who awkwardly got their like stomach cut. I was like, how did this even oh. happen? Not bad, not bad. But I was like, how does this how? even happen? Wow. Yeah, right? They were wearing a shirt. I I don't know. Kenzie did patch them up, so shout out to Kenzie again. Shout out to Kenzie. New, new medic on the block, but <laughs> she's doing everything. She's doing everything. She is the agent. She's secretly. Just like a fucking go go gadget of deathmatch wrestling. <laughs> go go gadget. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know I where can't... I got Inspector Gadget from, but just fucking. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. That's the best <laughs> one. But um, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on as well. It's really been fun getting to know you. Aside from, of course, being the mad doctor that you are on, but uh, as you guys hear, he's just like you and me, just some crazy dork who literally runs around gets himself into crazy shit. So it just yeah. happens to the best of us, right? And then that bell rings and I just go wacko. Yeah. <laughs> um, also shout out to someone who literally has been a very good friend of both of us, the struggles. Literally, I consider him a mentor to me. Um, one of my favorite moments with you has been, in fact, at Russell when you decide to crash the commentary table. <laughs> you and Casbo Struggles plays it off like he hates it. But he wants me as his commentary partner more than anything. And I think the, and that's why I hate, that's the one thing I hate about the heart is that he hides upstairs away from yeah. me. And I'm like, you can't go upstairs and be like, hey, knock, knock. I want to do commentary with you. Yeah. And the time with Hoodfoot, he's only mad because I brought personal things into it. Cause I was like, yo, get me reservations at this restaurant in Vegas. <laughs> I like, can't get you re- reservations. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I got to ask, what has been your favorite moment in wrestling so far? Whether it's been in the past life or the current life, what has yeah. been your favorite moment in wrestling so far? I will say, and I don't know if this is like a cornball, goofy answer, but um, it's not to me. Uh, that time, it was me and Oren. And it was, uh, I came in okay. to the heart, my first time there. Yeah. And the reaction those fans gave me was like the coolest thing ever. And it definitely was like, oh, you guys accept me. This is cool. Uh, because, you know, there's people on the internet that love to just type and type and type and say <laughs> wild shit. Yeah, of course. I'll never say it to my face, but they love to talk on the internet. And it was sick how they just like accepted me, but like, then just like I got that road warrior pop that night, brother. Yeah, that was a lot. I remember oh, that with you and Orin. That was a loud pop. Yeah, that yeah. was. And I will never forget that. I, I don't think that's a corny answer at all. I think it's a great answer, especially it's it's definitely a different answer than what others say. I'll give you that for sure. Um, again, thank you guys for listening to this interview with Doctor Redacted. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you the last few months. And I want to give one more shout out to someone who literally was the reason me and you got to start talking was our good friend, Jake Martin, who was the one who suggested that I interview you. Jake has been a long, long time listener of this very podcast. And he was like, I think you and Dr. Dash do yourself. So because of that, we're like literally friends now. So it's literally the best thing, literally the best thing that could ever happen. So thank you, Jake, for literally being the one that suggested this. And, um, also, though, I'll be not—I'll not only be seeing you in Chicago, but I'll also be seeing you at 
the insane eight tournament in Wisconsin. How did it feel being a first time entrant in that tournament? I mean, it's a prestigious tournament, one of the most prestigious in the Midwest. When he hit me up about it, I was like, yep. And let's go. And it's like, I know I just did the wrestler rave one, but uh, that was the first tournament I've ever been asked to do was the insane eight. So I was like, Oh yeah, uh, I would very much want to do this. And uh, I plan on murdering every single person that gets in my way. (laughs) Every single. Well, I'm very excited for you to be an insane. And I think a lot of people are as well. Also never Um, been to Wisconsin. So that's cool too. Oh yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll be like your quintessential tour guide around Wisconsin. <laughs> I was going to say, Lauren and Dr. Redacted take over Chicago. Good Lord. That's not going to end cheese well. Cheese curds at Culver's. Yes. I'm telling <laughs> you all, you don't get the cheese curds at Culver's unless it's in Wisconsin because it's fresh there. So, gotcha. I'm telling you. So, but, anyways, I think that's a good place to top this one. Until next time, guys, thank you for listening to this awesome interview with Dr. Redacted. I hope you guys took a little something out of this one. Um, from myself, from the doc, from everyone listening. Thank you guys and good night.